is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody. Schaefer Baseball Report, Wednesday edition. John, Chief Two Beer Ennis, Andrew One Tool. People try to give him more tools than he deserves, Ike. And uh, we... um been following obviously the state championship, South Carolina state championship. Fort Mill won the upper the upper um, upper state, and uh, Berkeley won the lower state. So we were down in uh, Somerville, South Carolina yesterday. We had walked in there up one. Now it's a one-one series. Uh, you know, interesting environment. Really small field. I'm amazed how small some of these high school fields are. Three fifty center, three fifteens down the lines. Oof, that's yeah. like a middle school field. Oh, it was, it was, yeah, it's, it's, it's like playing at Springfield. It was a, it was a tiny park, but I've seen several of them like that. Fort Mill, Fort Mill High School is, is pretty legit, especially the center field. And the wind seems to be kind of blow in there more than it does blow out. But, um, you know, we, we, we thought we were in good good position. We were going with our number one and wasn't as one of his best nights. Um, but, uh, you know, down 7-1, came back. Tied it up seven seven, I think in the fourth, maybe the maybe the fifth, and um, had Craddock on the mound. You know, just turned fifteen years old. Was you know was throwing darts, looked good, but he hasn't pitched in a while. And uh, you can see at the end, you know, just got a little bit sloppy with mechanics, lost control of the zone, uh, put some runners on. And they, and listen, they're you know they're in the state championship. Berkeley's in the state championship for a reason. I don't think defensively they match up. I don't think you know on paper they match up to us, but. You know they're aggressive. They're you know they they're good hitters. They had good approaches. They got you know they had good swings off on 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 good fastballs, and um, you know they they put up some numbers. But you know we and I said we Fort Mill as as a team you know didn't play their cleanest game defensively. You know a couple errors. Um, you know we gave I know we gave up at least five runs, at least five runs on on defensive mistakes and a couple of base running mistakes, things like that. But again, you know, you got to keep remembering these are kids, man. You know, mm-hmm. they, they haven't, they haven't been through the, uh, they haven't really been in these situations before. It's, it's, it's one thing playing, you know, for something on the weekend or, but, you know, to get in this environment and, you know, it's, uh, it's, they, they just haven't had, you know, those experiences. And I don't know if, if you remember John, like, you know, like when things started to click in, in your head, you know, in terms of the level that you're at and how you have to compete at that level mentally, you know, because the talent's there, right. You're in the state championship, you know, so the talent is across the board. Um, but how you're going to, how you're going to handle it mentally is, uh, is the situation. Slowing down, slow right? down, slow down. That was after my first, after my major league debut, I was in the, the weight room the day after, and uh, Maddox was in there turning around, you know, doing weighted yeah. balls or something like that. And he said, you know what? I, one thing I, I kind of noticed yesterday is like you were rushing back to the mound. Like everything was so quick. Right. He's like, you got to slow down. It's yeah. like, you know, you don't know if you can throw the ball a mile an hour harder on the next pitch. But you know you can throw it a mile an hour slower. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like. Interesting. If you're, if you're able to slow down and, and, and keep yourself under control, you can still keep all the other parts of your, your repertoire in you know, your change up, your breaking ball, your, your curveball. You can keep all the feel for that. When you try to push up and you try to maximize, you know, try to do a little bit more, you lose all, all the feel for that other stuff. He's like, so, you know, slow down, take a deep breath. Take a deep no, breath, that's, relax, that's, relax, that's great. I've never, you know, I've never heard that from the mouth. Like, I'm not a pitching guy, so I, I, I get a little bit, um, you know, I have like one thing that I tell them. 
Let's throw into the triangle, throw downhill. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know, you guys, it's like with hitters, I can see certain things and, you know, defensive players, I can see certain things. Well, the pitchers and I'm sitting with you or Tim Kirk or something like that, separating early, flying out, you know, not, you know, I mean, little, the, the intricacies, you know, that you, you've dealt with your whole career. Um, but that's, you know, I mean, you try to tell these kids because the game has, the game has to slow down for you. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, you watch these guys play at the highest levels. It's, it's almost like a softball game to them. You know, there's no, you know, rah, there's no grind and, you know, you can't play this game with your hair on fire, but you have to play your game under controlled aggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bunch of short bursts. You, right. you know, you don't want to, when you're out there and you, you know, you take a deep breath before you, your next swing or before your next right. pitch and stuff, you slow the game down and you give yourself a chance. Now, when it happens, it's going to happen fast, yeah. but you know, to me, you know, between the batter and the pitcher, whoever's got right. the lower heart rate, the heart rate right. is going to have the best chance. Right. Slow down, take a deep breath, you know, when things get going fast, you know, it's great when you're riding that momentum wave and things are going well, right. but you know, zone. when you try to muscle through a situation that you're uncomfortable, in, muscling that's, through that's what, doesn't, doesn't allow you to, it really doesn't help you to find anything. No. And you lose feel, you, you lose know, feel. You lose, so you lose touch of your game, you right. know, things that you can do. Yeah. Well, so that, you know, I mean, that was the issue on the mound. We know the kid's a good pitcher. We know that he's, you know, he's, he's dominated all year and he, you know, he had that moment, whether it was, you know, every one of these kids have to get in that fire, especially if they're going to the next level, right? You have to get in that fire to figure it out. And, you know, this is the only way you do it is, you know, either get it handed to you every now and then, or, you know, not do well. And now you got to figure out how how are you going to bounce back? And that's something I hope, you know, I hope uh, if I see Matt, he'll tell him, man, just, Slow it down. Throw a pitch. Don't throw a pitch 100 miles an hour. Throw an 85. Throw it down a dish, you know. Let the, let the defense take care of everything. Right. But, yeah, you see, you got, you know, and I wonder if that's, you know, that mentality is being built in these kids, though. If you're not throwing hard, you're not throwing. Well, I mean, you're not pitching. anytime we run into something, we just try, we try to do something harder. We try to do something harder. Yep. But that's not exactly how, you know, that's not exactly how it works when you're, when you're trying to perform at the top level. You're already at the top of your game. Mm-hmm. What are you going to make the top of your game higher? You know, you're going to, right, you're not going right, to extend right. how, what you're able to do. Yeah. So it doesn't do you any good to try to do that. Right. You know, all of a sudden Dylan's not going to run faster. Right. You know what I mean? It's more important that he's running clean and smooth and he's got, right. you know, good technique. That's how he's going to maintain the speed that he has. Right. Um, keeping the heart rate out of it, you know, use your brain, use the things, you know, see, that's, we, I don't know if you guys said we didn't have we had uh, we didn't have mental performance coaches. You know, we've had Pat Fenson on here and, you know, and, and Pat actually showed up to the game um, last week at home. And, uh, you know, it was good to see, you know, somebody like that come and take interest in kids of that age because he's dealt with such high level kids. So right. you can imagine, I mean, high level players. I mean, he's dealt with, you know, professional baseball players um, and special ops military guys, you know, different different mindset. But you know, simplifying it for these kids, you know, how do you, you know, how, you know, what, did you have a go-to thing in your head? Did you have, you know, like some guys like have songs, you know, they'll, 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 you know, if they feel themselves getting all jacked up, whatever, they'll step back and they'll sing a song in their head or they'll, you know, they'll do something. And what would be your song? I would would be my song. Yeah. Born to run. Like I'm like, I'm hanging off a rope. Not for a helicopter with a machine gun. Not four leaf clover. (laughs) (laughs) It is taking out the world, man. Yeah. Wide open. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, but you know, did you have something like that? I I didn't have a song or anything like that, but like Uh when I felt myself getting too charged up, I'd I'd go back to the slider. 
Okay. Like get, get the slider, get something, get something going. Yeah. That's a strike that like pulls the pressure back off me. Mm-hmm. I, and I, th- you know, I didn't throw my slider like a traditional slider where it was just like this one pitch, you know, I threw variations right. of the slider. So if I could feel that my way back in through the slider, I could get myself, I could get myself kind of situated. Yeah. I could get myself under control. Um, you know, and there's, you know, one of the things that happens to pitchers is, you know, there's days where your fastball just isn't quite as, as clean. You know, it's not, it's not, you know, it doesn't have the plane on it. You're, you know, maybe just on the side of it a little bit, or you're just not getting a location. You know, maybe you're pitching back to back days. You're a little tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if I could get my slider going one variation or another, it took the pressure off the fastball, you know, and, and you see some, sometimes you see, you know, sharp catchers or, or, you know, people who are calling the pitches for these guys, they'll see when a guy gets in a funk with a fastball, you know, get him into his bailout pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not the perfect pitch for the, 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 the hitter per se, right. you know, and if, if you're, you know, if it's the ninth inning and you got to throw a pitch, you got to throw a pitch. But, you know, if you're just moving through the game and somebody's struggling with their fastball all of a sudden and you can get them to get a couple breaking balls or changeups across. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, I don't have to just sit here and try to push this pitch through. I can, I can back off and, and have success. See, those are things that, you know, we're fortunate in terms of our organization. That's part of the one of the things I want to talk about today is, you know, value. You know, what's, what's involved is that, you know, the kids that are being coached at these certain levels, no disrespect whatsoever, but some of them only played to a certain point, right? Never had these scenarios, so they can't relate to that. You know, it's it's maybe they're going out there and talking about mechanics when it's not really mechanics, it's mental. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. So what can, you know, what can you go to? What can you do? And that's, you know, that's coming from a high level. That's from coming from a guy that's pitching the big leagues that you had to, you know, you're competing against the best in the world. Um, you know, to, to find that, you know, to find that piece that's going to keep you out on the mound. But, you know, you get some of these looks now, you can just see some of these kids struggling and just like, get me off the field, get me off the field. I don't want, you know, I don't want to be out here anymore. Um, so that, you know, that, and that's another, that's another thing that you don't want. You know, you don't want that. You don't want that thing creeping in your head. Get me out of here because that's negativity, and that's a long hole to get out of. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you just don't want somebody to lose the fight. You know, yeah. whatever it is, whether they're doing it right or wrong, and you know, you either got to push them a little bit or you got to pull them back. Right. You don't want them to lose the fight, the competitiveness. If you got that, you know, hopefully you've got the the physical talent. Because yeah. if you put the two together and then you're able to talk them through how to get through these situations, when everybody's on, everybody's on. Right. That's not the problem. That's not the hard part about mm-hmm. baseball. But, you know, those days that you're average, those days that you're below average, how do you find a way to compete? And, that you know, that's where the value is, Yeah. you know, in my opinion. If you're, you know, if you're, if Nolan Ryan's throwing a no-hitter one day, it doesn't matter what, you know, the pitching coach does. Right. You know, he didn't, you know, it's yeah. just Nolan Ryan is on. Yeah. Um, but when you go out there and you don't feel good or – you know, somebody makes an error, you know, they flare a couple balls in, right. you know, you make good pitches and they, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, what's going through the pitcher's mind is more, more, more. Yeah. And it's like, no, back it off less, less, less. Like, mm-hmm. and sometimes, sometimes they score runs off the best pitchers in the game, regardless of what pitches they throw, you know, things happen, things happen like that. And then, you know, you, you don't want to change what you do well, just because you gave up a run or you gave up a two spot, yeah. you know, things like that. You stay inside your game. Mm-hmm. Stay, yeah. stay inside your approach at the plate. Stay inside your plan, and not, uh, not trying to change some things. But I, I get, I, you know, I got to give those guys some credit. That uh, we were, it was seven seven, and one of the best hitters I've ever seen in high school. And I don't say it because he's on Fort Mill. I mean, I've seen, we've seen this kid Connor Rasmussen before, uh, ECU commit. You know, this kid's going to get on the field early because he can hit, and he just finds those moments. So he hit a home run last night. Then comes up. Uh, his t- time after he hit the home run, his dad sitting next to me and I said, you know, I mean, it's, it's in him. He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. Sure enough, he hits a freaking ball to the wall. Tall, six foot plus, 
long, lanky outfield with arms this long, goes up over the wall, pulls it back in. Ah, and it would have been, it would have put us up nine, seven going into late innings. So it could have changed the momentum. Instead, their dugout went nuts. Their fans went nuts. Mm-hmm. Everything went, you know, I mean, he, you know, he, you know, he kept the game in check. Game changer. Know. It was a game changer. It was, it was definitely a game changer because we had come back, you know, and silence. So the them. momentum was coming back. It was coming direction. back in our direction. And uh, this kid goes up and makes that play. It was a phenomenal play. I mean, you know, you had, you had to just applaud. It was a great, great baseball play. 1,800 fans, something like that there last night. 1,800. Mm. I mean, they, you know, it was, they had people, you know, parking cars, not people parking cars. It's more than the athletics game. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what, more than the A's, <laughs> yeah. you know. But we did, you know, we had a minor issue at our facility with, with, their fans and one of them got escorted out by the police um so it was kind of you know some type of tension was anticipated but i think overall everybody handled the the whole scenario you know well i mean it wasn't it wasn't like bickering back and forth it was cheering for your team and you know they were you know you know one uh, student body group and another student body group doing whatever they were doing but it was nothing derogatory or anything like that it was a uh, it, it was a good it was it was a good environment it was really a, a really good environment and just to see that many people and see those kids get a chance to play in front of those you know those amount of people and even if even if fans are somewhat hostile that's going to be college baseball you know college baseball is is jabbering and you know and you know drunk college kids in in the outfield and screaming Heckling, you know yeah. you know screaming at uh screaming at players and scenarios and um so you know if you, you got to learn to block it out or you know figure out how to adjust to it yeah can't affect you no i mean i'm gonna go in it like i I, i'm i'm thankful because i was you know as a middle infielder you're in the middle of the field the whole time you really don't catch a whole bunch of that you don't hear a whole bunch of that but if you were a center fielder in fenway and on the opposite team oh dude you know it was horrible remember remember jim eisen right tourette's and whatever i mean i think i'm pretty sure it was boston but they got to him so bad that he he ran off the field left the field Oof. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was, you know, good but they, but they were horrible to him. I mean, they were talking, you know, to men yeah. Tourette's, and they're like, you know, oh, I mean, they've had, you know, they'll, they'll be racial <laughs> like out you there. Like, go to Philadelphia, man. Philly's rough too, yeah. you know. It, uh, you know, that's um. So I get, a, you know, I get, to, I get a call, um, I get a text over the weekend. Uh, somebody asking if we were doing lessons, and we were talking about that before, and um, you know, so we don't, you know, we don't do lessons in terms of outside our organization here you know our, our focus is on the kids that are in, involved in uh in our group so you know when people start looking around and checking on teams and all that other stuff they're not looking into the depth of the organization they're more or less looking into the uniform you know is you know am i am i a canes am i a, a dirt bagger am i you know a whatever but elite all these you know they're all into these these branded things a five star that are all over the place and think that that create that creates a certain value or creates a certain opportunity so i was pretty proud you know the fact i was i wasn't being arrogant or anything like that because i really like the guy that uh you know that call is good dude and he's got some these guys grandsons are really good players and but you know i told him i said you know it's it's not for us to go out and make you know if people pay to be here then we have an obligation to those to those players, you know, to make them better, and it's our responsibility to move them on as best we can and keep developing. Not to go out and take, you know, look for revenue outside of the fact of what we do in terms of being a you know a club that develops. Um, so it's it's interesting because yeah, and we, we get and we've kind of got away from the we've we've kind of adjusted the way we 
train our players, you know, the winter workouts and stuff like that are position specific, the carving station, which is for our pitchers to come through that runs through the seasons and stuff like that. You know, that's kind of our version of, of lessons. But as far as like just stacking up one after another, after another, after another, you know, we've got away from that. Yeah. It's, it it doesn't, you know, it it doesn't, what's the word behoove, you know, the kids in our, I I don't want to, you know, to me, we have kids in our organization that pay good money to be here and expect certain things out of us. That, you know, you're bringing kids from other organizations to, you know, to continuously do that. I, I want, I, I prefer creating opportunities across the board for kids that are not in our organization. Like we do with the, the all-star game and our showcase events, our BIC stuff, you know, creating those opportunities for the better players that want to come in here. That's, you know, I think we're, we're good at that. I think we, you know, we've had the conversation. We're going to move more towards that direction than, uh, you know, than we have in the past. But as far as developing the players, you know, we develop our own players, you know. Well, there's just, I mean, the fact of the matter, is just not enough time to do all of our, all of our kids. You know, I mean, we yeah. got, you know, in one way or another, we got teams all the way down to 10 years old. Yeah. And throughout the course of the year, at least two thirds of the teams are, are playing outside of the, the mid-winter months. Right. Uh, it, it, I mean, you're just too, you get too scattered out, you know, almost every weekend is, is gobbled up yep. one way or another, yep. you know, and then you get during the week, you know, you're, you're sitting out there with practices on two or yep. three of the nights minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, you know, as far as just the way we kind of operate in the different age groups we have, it's, it's, it's hard. It can be done, but it's, it would, I, I wouldn't be very happy. Uh, <laughs> listen, I mean, I did lessons for years, you know, and so did you, uh, you know, there were, there were weeks I was doing, you know, almost 50 lessons in a week and it, you know, if you do anything, you know, at that level, I mean, it becomes difficult because the, the, the levels that you're working at are different. You know, it's like if you're a hitting coach in the big leagues, you know what you're working with. Right. Mm-hmm. And these kids come with their own routines and things like that. But when you, you know, you're taking kids that, you know, just trying to go out and compete. And then the guy that comes in and says, hey, I want, uh, you know, I'll take one lesson like that's going to fix. Yeah. yeah, no. And there were there were some there were some uh, there's been some lessons groups and, and there's some kids that I still work with yeah. um, that, you know, we've just had we've been together for a long time. Right. And it's not, uh, you know, it's not like restarting the process, mm-hmm. you know, each time they come in because right. they come once every six months or yeah. they come one time and you don't see them again, things like that. Uh, you know, you want the, kind of a long-term relationship with whoever your pitching coach is or your hitting coach mm-hmm. or your infield coach, um, whether it's with a CBC instructor or whoever it right. is. I mean, that's more important to me than, you know, oh, he, he, he was over eight this weekend, so we're going to go get a lesson this Tuesday. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, go find somebody who <laughs> you're right. consistently with. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he goes go and scramble into so it. it. It's like I, ah. I can't, you know, I, I can never comprehend the fact that you know people would play in different organizations, but go look. You know, I mean, why are you in the other organ? Why are you in that organization if it's not giving you what you wanted to? You know, what you mm-hmm. want out of your out of your kids? Is it is it ego? Is it you know? I got I got to walk around with this uniform on. <laughs> I got to say I'm on. You know, it's funny somebody said to well, you know, he's on the national team. Well, for how many national teams are there in the country? There's not as I many mean, as there are World Series. There you go. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of you know, World Series is out there. A lot of World Series, a lot of, a lot of national teams. And, you know, that means nothing to me. And it's funny when people say that, you know, like, oh, yeah, he's on such and such national team. Like, I could care less. I mean, what does that mean to me? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Andrew, we can go start a team tomorrow just from, you know, rec ball players here and call it, you know, rec ball national. Yeah. You know, or Rick Ball America, you know, whatever. You'll get a I mean, special invite somewhere, I promise somewhere, you. Somewhere, yeah. You'll get a special you, you, invite. You, Limited spaces. That's it. Limited spaces yeah. available. Hurry, hurry, hurry. You know, Sunday, in. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. 
but, but no, I mean, individual instructors are are necessary. You know, they, they really do need to sure. be out there. And there are great relationships, you know, the kids out there can have, yeah. whether they're with us or without us. Um, but if, you know, if there's some basic stuff that should be taken care of, or you mm-hmm. should be checking off when you're joining a team. Right. You know, if you've had a hitting coach, you know, if you're going down and, you know, say Vinny Izzo down in Rock Hill has been your hitting yep. coach since you were yep. 10, yep. then why would you stop just because you're 15 now? You yeah. know, I mean, that's been a, something that you've had and it's a consistent thing, you know, things right. like that. Um, but there's so many that just, I mean, it literally is just, hey, throw the jersey on, show up on Sunday, yeah. Saturday. You know, if you're pitching, show up whenever you're supposed to pitch. If, you, if, you're, um, if you're not developing. Yeah. And then it's all on you to go out there and do all of the development stuff. But that's from, you know, just where I sit, I had more fun with my group of players that I've been around and we right. got to see when they were 13 yeah. and 14 and 15. And we went through the winter workouts together and we did all that kind of stuff. Yeah. To me, that's just a more enjoyable way to, to mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. Thousand random people coming in each week, and it's like, no kidding. That's not fun. Just I don't like new people. I want old people. <laughs> I don't like new people. I don't either, like. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very awkward. <laughs> uh, I'm at that point in my life where I just can pick and choose who I want to hang out with and and do whatever. I have no, you know, I, I don't need any more friends or acquaintances along the way. Yeah, you do. Yours are all going to start dying. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. I know it's, a, it's it is that is crazy. I'm in, I'm in that I'm in that. Uh, that quarter in the uh, in the game, you know, I, I went a little dark there. I apologize. You did Sorry. too did. far. So, but yeah. So, I mean, you're right. You know, repetitions are good, but repetitions have to be watched and make sure that everything is correct. You know, so you know you can't you can't get fixed in one lesson. No, you know you can. So that's you know it's a fun part for me with, with with the kids in Fort Mill. Like, and I'm proud of it. I've said it. You know, we, you know, in the state championship the upper state championship and then playing down to one game, you know, we have seven kids out of our organization that have contributed all year, you know, to that. So if something's going on, I'm sitting back, even though I'm not coaching those guys, they'll call and say, Hey, can we go up and hit, you know? And, and it, it, we've seen them for so long and had it for so long. We can see the, you know, it's like a golf coach. I wonder why all these great golfers have these guys standing on the range because not always does the player, even though he should be his best own coach at a certain point, mm-hmm. not only does, you know, all of a sudden he did something different, a little bit, you know, and, and you know, a trained eye or a guy that's been around him long enough saw him when he was in his most successful time. Mm-hmm. And now it's, you know, something's awkward. I mean, it's, you know, there was something, there was something a little bit, a little bit off about, uh, you know, the kid that started last night. You, you know, you can see when he got out there, it was just kind of, you know, the mechanics were not out. You know, there was something was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, what you know, I, I, I don't know what it was, but, you know, hopefully the guys that were in the dugout were, you know, could try and figure it out. But, you know, it's one, one of those things. But lessons, lessons overall in the beginning when we started CBC, you know, that was a big part. We didn't even have teams. We were just going to be lessons driven. Um but it's a tough way to run a business too, you know, basically, you know, cause if you have instructors, you know, I mean, you got, you got to make sure that they're compensated because they're the ones giving the lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not a, it's not a huge revenue ticket um, unless you're sitting out there independently, you know, like a Vinny is, Oh, like a Rashad or some of these guys that that's, that's all they do. That's their, that's their bread. That's their bread and butter through the, through the, um, through the process. But, you know, I, I think more times than not now, this is uh what do they say? It's a, uh, overcoached undertaught game in terms of how the game is not only just the mechanics of it, but the game, how it's played. Right. So these kids show and go on the weekends, you know, and I'm watching, I'm watching high school games too, that, you know, I'm like, man, like why the guys got two strikes on them and two outs and a man on third and the infield is all the way up and nobody on the bench is going two outs, big field back up. 
you know. So there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of parts. I can't that, tell you <clears throat> how many third basemen I see holding the runner at third. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I see the first baseman holding the runner at first with the with runner man on second. second. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Why are? What are you? Like, there's not a whole lot of other things you can do as a coach, but like these are pretty simple things to see right here. Yeah. Like, get them off of that. Yeah. Or you see these gimmick plays. That's something that drives me absolutely yeah. bananas with a 10, 11, 12, you know, the yeah. younger kids that are out there because they're so, you know, it's so hard to keep their attention for, yeah. for you know, an hour and a long, hour and a half long practice or whatever. It's so hard to keep them like engaged and things like that. And the fact that you've spent time with gimmick with plays. A, instead of a, a basic bunt defense or cut and relay. Your, or, your you left know. fielder standing on the line. <laughs> like, like, how did you have time to come up with like these tricky first and third plays that, yeah. by the way, like never work. Right. They work like the work the first time the kids ever see them. And then yeah. after that, everybody's like, all right, just stand at the bag. You're going to do that weird thing again. And it's like, but your kids don't know how to chart. You got a left-handed shortstop. You know, you're, it's like, what, what is going on at your practices that you have time to do this, but this, these guys are that lost. Yeah. No, I've watched, I've watched bunch situations take place um, where man on second, first man on second bunch situation and both corners crashing and the shortstop going to second base, not third. I'm sorry, it was a, a force play and not moving back to third yeah so not so where, so where were the runners where were the first runners? first and second first, right second. so third base is pitch aside crashes third if if the third base crashes it should only be on the first play where you're just trying to get the out because they bunted it too hard right that's it you can yeah. get it if the pitcher doesn't get it right so the right. first base will crash and you know and, and the and the third base but there's anchored in the but but, but coming in and crashing and then the bunts looks like it's going to be pushed to first mm-hmm. and not going back not going back to the bag. Right. So, you know, not, not, not covering, not covering the bases that's supposed to be covered basically. Mm-hmm. And, and, and no change on it or no situational stuff where, um, late in the game, late in the game, can't give up a double. Doesn't matter. You know, you just don't want this guy on second base or even, even if you have a, you know, a situation where you got a man on second, but the hitter, you don't want on second base, you know, they're not cutting off doubles and not throw them, you know, I mean, we saw all the time, you know, you know, either back up or, back you know, off, step or, a dive you know from the we're, line. Going, we're going, you know, we're going to second base regardless. Don't give it to base hit the left field, but they're still trying to throw somebody out at home plate when that run doesn't even matter. And mm-hmm. now you've given that guy that made the other base hit the chance to advance into scoring position. So just, you know, just, just little things like that, that, um, you know, it's frustrating because I'll tell you the, and I, because he's a friend and we watch him all the time, Trent Mongeros on Tabor. This kid is one of the best baseball players in the country, you know. Now, if you looked at him and he's five foot eight and he's one hundred and seventy five pounds, one hundred and eighty pounds, you know, he's not going to pass the eyeball test and go, "This kid is," you know. I mean, we got to draft this kid, we got to get him in the system, whatever. But if you watch him over a period of time, makes all the routine plays, extremely consistent, right? Hits three twenty, you know, knows how to play the game, never really out of position. So, those are the things that you know he's been he's been coached. He's been coached all along, not only the fundamental part of it, like we're talking about lessons, you know, everybody's taking lessons, everybody's, everybody's taking their lessons out onto the field and not taking the um, how to play the game out onto the field, to be in the right place at the right time and do the right things. So to watch him play is, 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 is pretty special. You know, if, you, if, you're, if you're a baseball, you know, if you understand the game and you understand the strategies of the game and, you know, what wins ball games is, you know, it's, it's making the routine yeah, plays. Yeah. And, it, it's a small thing, but it's, it's so, uh, it, like, 
you know, you hate to see your pitcher give up a, you know, scream and double in the gap. Right. But then you see your shortstop out there, your second baseman trailing, your first baseman coming yeah. in behind, and you yeah. see it run perfectly. And it's yeah. just like, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, and, and it's it goes, you know, kind of with Mongeria. They, they understand the game, you know, the individual stuff, the lesson stuff, you know, that's fine. Right. But they know what they're actually supposed to be doing with that. Yeah. You know, they're understanding how to take advantage of that. No explanations on, you know, kid last night um, from Berkeley. I mean, he couldn't get around. on a, I mean, he screamed. He screamed the ball into the dugout. I, I'm saying at least one time and then a couple of them top and I'm looking in the outfield and no adjustment made in the outfield mm. whatsoever. And a huge gap in right center, no adjustment. So it's not always, you know, I mean, the, the athlete at some point has to recognize what's going on in the game and what the situation is. You can't be, you can't be cook, cookie cutter and a coach got to tell you move, move, move all the time. You know, you start to have, you know, you have to get the feel for it. So, you know, being able to play, you don't have to be the greatest athlete on the field, but if you're a good baseball player, you can compete. Oh, yeah. You know, and you can, you can, you can definitely help your, uh, well, you learn how to cut corners you know, it's, it's playing percentages, you know, you're yeah. sitting there playing poker out there when things are happening in the game and you're, you know, you're giving yourself the one step that maybe physically you don't have, yeah. you're giving yourself that advantage by understanding, you know, what the hitter looks like at the plate. And, yeah. Uh, you know, what, I, I catch myself yelling all this all the time at the, with my tens and 11s, yeah. read it. You know, yeah, as soon as you see a sure. swing from somebody, yeah. read it. And the, and the center fielders now are like, you know, they no, don't do, they, they're it. not doing it on their own yet. Yeah. But as soon as they hear read it, they're like, okay, go. And understand why. Yeah. And now they understand why. And that's just, you know, just not just reading it. Just like, call, you know, calling pitches for catchers, right, at certain ages, which, you know, you don't do often unless you see something in the hitter. And then, you know, then you have your, you know, your your um, verbals that, you know, that get the pitch that you want thrown. But I know. We don't tell them don't what the verbals you. are. But, uh, you know, but I mean, you know, cuckoo, catch it. Over here, over here. <laughs> The catch is not recognizing, you know, certain situations and not making adjustments for the pitchers. Catchers are just as important to make adjustments for the pitchers. The pitchers missing, missing outside consistently. You know, I'm always telling them, get, I don't care if the, the kid hears me, hears me, you know, get under his hands, force him to get inside, force him to find the bigger part of the plate. And, you know, catchers won't do that. Or if we're calling pitches, to my point is, when they come off the field, why'd you call that pitch? You know, or why, you know, why did we call that pitch? And mm -hmm. this is why, this is what we saw. So the next time you should recognize that and be able to, to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. But I don't think, I don't think catches even at the college levels are. They don't trust them to call their own games. No. The major league, them. the minor league and major league level, they call their own pitches. And I, I don't understand why. I mean, some of that, it's just feel. I mean, that used to be part of the catcher's position. Yeah. It's like, you know, sitting there and understanding what hitters' tendencies are and being just as plugged in to, to who's coming up. You know, it was a battery. Yeah. It was a, it was, right. now it's, you know, in, at the at the younger levels, the catcher's just, he's just a spot out there on the field. They yeah. don't have to be, you know, the smartest guy in the world anymore. And it's like, they're, they're sitting right underneath this guy. Yeah. They're, they're catching the ball. They see how the ball is coming into this guy. There's no better person to like judge what pitch mm -hmm. if you train them properly than the catcher who's seeing it. Right. You know, you know, you know what I mean? So did you have, did you have a catcher, you know, was there a catcher at each level that you were at that you, you really like throwing to? Because there was, you're in, you were in sync more or less. There was a, there was always a guy that you threw to more than the other. Right. Um, most of the time that ended up being the guy that you clicked with, you know, at that yeah. level, you know, right. cause they weren't throwaway guys. But I, I tell you what I always loved like in AAA is getting like the old salty vet catcher that was like yeah. the, the emergency yeah. guy. Guy coming I, out of the tub putting the gear on and going. Like he's, yeah. he's there because yeah. he knows how to catch. Crash he knows Davis. how to handle a pitching staff. <laughs> yeah. He blocks well, he throws well, yeah. and he hits a buck 90, you know, yeah. but yeah. just, they, they, you know, they, 
they play once every three, four days, something like that. Yeah. And they're so much, they got so much energy when they do play. It's like, hey, that's the guy, you know, I like yeah. going to that guy. He's locked in. Sometimes you get the, the young prospect or whatever, and they don't have time to, to, to learn the other hitters and, you know, yeah. to understand what the, what these other hitters are doing. You get that guy that's been in AAA for 10 years and it's like, he knows every hitter. He knows, you know, he knows exactly what you're doing right now. He's, you've faced him 30 times already. Right. Uh, I, I like the one of that guy. Mike Hubbard was a good one. Um, him and Johnny Estrada were the catchers when I was in AAA yeah. with the Braves. Estrada, um, obviously, he, he went on right. to have a pretty long career. Hubbard had, you know, some time exposed, yeah. you know, yeah. going back to the day. But he was – I love throwing to him. I mean, he, and, you know, you could talk to him later on about, you know, what we did and why we did it and what we thought we saw and this and that. Yeah. He was good. We're, we're in such an individual environment right now in the game, you know, mm-hmm. that everybody's just more concerned about themselves than anything else. How do I look? How do I do? You know, I mean, what are people thinking about me? You know, and well, part of that uh, is the way it's structured. Like the high school season, the way it's structured is it's my, it's my, I like that the best because, right. you know, you're playing a couple of games a week and it's over the course of months. It's a, you can see how it's a grind, mm-hmm. you know, that relates more, you know, that's more similar to what baseball actually right. is. Everything else is like one weekend to the next and yeah. everything before doesn't matter. You know, it's yeah. just this, this, this. And I, that, that's why I, I would love to see kind of a, a league, a league, a, like a league yeah. format to, to, you know, the high school baseball and stuff like that. There still needs to be big showcase tournaments. Right. There's still room for that. Sure. But instead of playing four games every weekend for, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it ends right. up being, you know, three games a week, you know, doubleheader on Saturday, a mid game, a midweek game, you know, kind of funneling through. You do that three weeks a month for three months. And then you go play your big event, you know, whatever the big event is at the tail end of it. But that's to me that that's more similar to actual baseball, you know. Well, Legion used to be that. Now Legion is kind of the uh, just the kind of catches seniors. Catch that's it, and it's just you know just keeping them sharp, to, you know, for their first for their freshman year in in college. But you know, Legion is uh, they have a good format. You know, you're playing you're playing for a, a standings. You know, you're playing for league leaders mm-hmm. and things like that. It's 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 pretty cool. But I don't know. You know, I mean, it could be done, but I just I, you know, I don't know why it, why it isn't. Can't, you know, you know why do you, why do you say not? Too many egos. Well, yeah, yeah. I you mean, know, that, there's, a, that, there's a million there's a million yeah. chiefs out here. There's but no one's you know there's no one who's willing to sit there and, and do this. You know, I mean, just the infighting that would happen in a, in an area is just you're fighting over the same players. Now you've got to come up like Legion. You've got to play for your, right. You know, yeah, it's not like it, you can just talented. go and get whoever you want. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons it can't happen. There's a lot of reasons it should happen. Yeah. It's there, there are, there are some, you know, there are some, some major egos in a situation and there's a lot of, it, it's territorial, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's amazing that, you know, if a player leaves to go somewhere else, it's like, why'd you leave? How, you know, or I, again, the, the whole poach now when you go there because we have beaten that thing for years over, you know, you know the recruiting process in in travel and showcase baseball. It's it's not enjoyable, but the format. I mean, that would be, you know, rotations would be set. You know, you know who you're competing against. You're running for you know you're trying to win your division. You're going to go to a championship, and you can possibly you know, that's, that's why I like the Legion thing. I mean, you get to everything get, adds up. It adds up it to adds it. Up. It adds up to a real world series to a, to an actual championship yeah, of championship. some sort or another. Yeah, so. But yeah, the high school watching high school baseball for the past couple of years, you know, with Zach playing, and you know, now Dylan, you know, finishing up his junior year, and then I'll have his senior year. I've enjoyed it, you know. I've I've definitely enjoyed it. And I'll tell you, as far as the selfish side of me, what I've enjoyed watching is all the talent that's down in the Fort Mill area, 
between Fort Mill High School, Catawba. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you it's know. North Carolina. We so got a North so Carolina, one, South no, Carolina. So this is what I want to say. Dude, I'm, right I'm going to say Let's this. Get... I'm going to say this out loud because all these, all these, if anybody, you see a lot of kids find apartments in South Charlotte to play for certain schools. It's happened for years. It's not, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, oh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm letting, you know, I'm leaking something out. It's happened for years. I've never seen that in our, in our, in our little three team kind of. Well, they're mil. building, they're, they're building the apartments right now. Okay. Just wait a few years. Going on right now. Yeah, there's so much you know, building going but on. All of, all of our kids, you know, they, 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 and, and school districts have been rezoned. New schools have been mm-hmm. built, and kids Catawba have had to leave and go. Catawba Ridge, and you know, NAFO at the time, and you know, I mean, if you if you took that, you know, that that cluster of kids, and you had one team, it'd be off the charts, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's, uh, and well, it's I mean, you're, it's it's pretty special, even with three or four teams splitting up the players. I mean, it's still, it is it's still it really is there's a lot I mean, of baseball right there. Great the, demographics for it. You know, I, I I you know what I see what I see in terms of Fort Mill is I see a lot of kids that understand how the game is supposed to be played they're good baseball players and there's some there's some talent there i look over at the pitching staff at catawba ridge they got some dudes man they got some young guns coming up some really really good arms so it's interesting um nafo's had some some talent over there kind of you know running that that cycle um you know gabe simmons kid and uh who's a you know who's a good player that's going to nc state you know there's a lot of there's a lot of depth in terms of it and what i've seen because we go to watch high school games you'll catch jv games before that and some good baseball some really good baseball and some you know it's 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 a hotbed it's and it's cyclical too because remember when um uh audrey kelly built that high school and they built all the community around there. And in the beginning, it wasn't very good because, they, you know, transferring in. But they had all these young families, lots of them. And all the talents, you know, I mean, you had so many athletes coming up that all of a sudden they, they blossomed into some. Then they aged out. And now it's got to recycle back again. It's but like, I mean, a lot of it's, that's just the way that Charlotte's grown, you know, going right. down that th- is it 321 there. Yeah. Lancaster. Going down 321 yeah. Into Fort Mill. I mean, yeah. that's, that's Charlotte. That's still yeah. just an extension of Charlotte now as where yeah. before it was, you know, you were in right. South Carolina. You were in Charlotte. That's it was right. different. Now yeah. it's like. Yeah. You know, that's that's our liquor store. Yeah. But it's you know, I mean that 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 the South Charlotte area and you know, across the border into South Carolina, that that's baseball country. I mean it's it really is. There's some good there's some there's some good talent um out there. And we'll see it in the All Star game, you know, when we start to bring them in because the majority of the kids that we're bringing in are from this area. Mm-hmm. And you know, what you know, and I, I'd say this about the All Star game is you know, obviously we put a lot of invites out. Um, and people have other obligations, you know, Percival, we would have loved to have Kyle Percival here, but he's going to go, you know, he's going to go throw for a bunch of major league teams. Well, you know, dude, I get it. You know, go, go take care of that. And, you know, um, they responded and, you know, we're thankful and all that other stuff. And there's a lot of other kids in that situation, but our all-star game is set up that we have a lot of committed kids, but we also have kids that we've invited along the way that deserve to be in that pack that maybe didn't get the exposure that you know some of these other guys got exactly i talked to bagwell yesterday about one of the guys down at indian land and the thing was it wasn't i wasn't worried about anything except does this kid have the ability to go play at the next level yeah he's like yeah and he wants to i was like this will be a good spot for him and get him out here so that we got room for that kind of player too who's you know he's contributor you know good player on his high school team you know, is going to play at the next level. This this is a good event for those guys, especially you know the ninth and tenth graders. It kind of goes without saying, but yeah. the juniors and seniors, you know, the seniors that are committed and stuff like that. This is you know, 
an all-star game. I mean, it is exactly yeah. what it is. You were a stud. Yeah. And then there's going to be some guys that uh, that get in there that are going to get to compete against those guys in front right. of college scouts. And it's like, okay, he's going to ECU, yeah. and you just you know line yeah. one in the gap off him. Yeah. Like, all right, all right. So I, I'm I'm impressed with the uh, with the younger group too. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring Caden Glauber. We got one kid that um, he's an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. You know, and what'd you say, Andrew? Hit eighty four yesterday. Yeah, eighty four. You know, yeah. so somebody like that would get the recognition at the young age. But there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of young talent that you know that hasn't even gotten on the radar yet, and this will help them just kind of, you know, get on the radar because the format will do. It'll be kind of extensive, you know, in and outs, and um, you know, the pitchers will get a chance to throw their one inning and you know show what on they field, have. On field, be at batting practice. Yeah, on field, it'd be like like you said, like a, like a major, like a pre major league game. You know, it's uh you know getting getting the prep and letting everybody get to see them. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, there's. You, you can't you can't run one all star game and have every, you know expect to have you know every kid in the state. I mean, there's a lot of talent across the state, right. so you know you do what you have to do. And again, you know we do as best that we can for the you know for our community and our you know our teams and our kids around here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's important for us to uh, you know to to help promote that. And that's when we go back to it. You know, it's, it's, this isn't a CBC thing or you know this is you deserve a chance foundation event you know this is you know just creating opportunity for the kids that want to be involved and we got kids from all organizations yeah and and a lot of different schools being represented you sure. know that's I, you know i kind of like that too you know we're yeah. gonna have some kids at the smaller at the d3 levels and, you know, yeah and, yeah uh, you know get kids from country day get kids yeah. from nations forward get you know yeah. it's going to cover quite a quite a swath as far as like the different schools that are represented yeah. got gaston day kid committed yesterday so a smaller school but then there's kids from huff coming who's you know as big as it gets yeah so it's, it should be a you know kind of a fun a fun melting pot. So we have um, big weekend coming up. We got teams coming in here from where are they coming from, Andrew? Jersey, West Virginia, to, um, Mississippi. Then you have Carolinas as well. So 13s and 14 year olds yep. play out here at the Tuck mm-hmm. under the USANTIS. And we're going to be doing a testing. Yeah. Well, so, if, if, if we get some rain like they're expecting, we're going to do testing Saturday. Um, it'll be a full day testing. And then Sunday we'll have two games. Yeah. So we had to adjust the format, but if not, then what's the format? Um, they'll have if, if we if we get if we they'll, escape they'll the weather. Do, they'll do some testing, um, like exit velo, simple metrics before their games, mm-hmm. um, and then they'll have two games on Saturday, and then they get they'll get seated on Sunday. So we'll just we're just kind of in a, a waiting pattern with this weather. We got a lot of rain Monday, so it's been a wonky ten days. It's been weather. really yeah weird. yeah. That field yesterday was soggy. Yeah. Uh, when yeah, we were down there, some rain came through in in Somerville. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's maybe someday it'll be turf out here. Yeah, you know, that'd be and nice. then you're not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. Nice. Grass is, nice is great, man. It's just grass is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work to keep it nice. Yeah. You know, to to keep it nice. Um, but it, it it is beautiful. Natural surfaces is amazing. You know, what we haven't talked about what? the golf tournament. Well, bring it. Let's go, man. What was, your fa- what was your favorite memory? I know you're what my favorite memory of you is at the golf tournament. Wow. Did you wreck a golf cart again? No. What was my favorite? What's Did your you see f- the picture? Laying on the ground? Every, yeah, we, we staged that. Oh, we all laid, yeah, we all laid down like we were like passed out drunk on the tee box. <laughs> you know, yeah. and they got the uh Got the photographer to take a picture. We have a lot of fun every year staged. with that. Yeah, staged. Yeah. staged, staged. <laughs> like that dandelions. Right <laughs> we did. We had a lot. We had. I mean, to, to me, that's just that's a good time. We we love competing. We thought we had a good shot going in. I mean, What's your score? I think we were fifteen. 
Okay. And I think what 18 won, 19 won? I think it was 18. Curtis and then yeah. 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 So cheaters. And then we and then we did pretty good at the uh the Knights golf tournament too. Yeah. We didn't do bad second. there. We, we, we got second. Well, John yeah. got second too. You got second also? Yeah, Jack was a little upset with that. Yeah, I know. Because they pulled cards. It was a tie for second, and it was a difference between a twenty-five dollar gift card and a fifty dollar gift card. You know, it's Jackson College, man. He's he's counting that fifty, you know, thing. We're in second and they How much did he pay to get in? <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, exactly. And he goes up to Dan Rakowski and he's like, Yeah, you know, we're we're really in second place. I'm like, Jack, back off. Sacks it now, man. You know, so we gave him the extra gift card so he could have his have his, yeah, his gas, have his gas money. But we, I mean, we dodged the rain there. I mean, we got some rain when we were out yeah. there. It was pretty heavy. But you know, it, it was um, fun because everyone got underneath the uh, the clubhouse or wherever they were and had a couple of beers while they were waiting. Oh man, so. pictures were flying all over the place yeah. of people, you know, hiding in bottles of bourbon and. Um, yeah, it was good, and we we you know we do about the you know, we do about our average number every year. It doesn't really jump up much you know but we we keep it controlled and yeah. we keep... you don't want much more than 25 horses no because it's not enjoyable at that yeah, point it's no. like it's like our it's like our gala like our gala we could probably expand to 500 or whatever but i you know i mean we don't want to walk around we well, you're always hunting so you know yeah no <laughs> i say go to 500 right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rip it. go to 500 but you know you, you know you wanted a night of you know of of uh camaraderie and, and a good social event you want it you, to be fun too and you know everybody yeah. you know and you're you, you it's know, not like you're running they, for governor and you got to go shake a million hands, no you man know? You no want... and you know and, and you want everybody to know how appreciative you know that you know we are them because we have we got some retention in terms of our mm-hmm. support we got a lot of people that just keep coming back oh, and yeah. doing it and doing it and do it and just the wayne scotts oh man the wayne scotts the parentos we go down a list yeah. you know of you know i mean those two those Audrey's. two I, I think they're more excited, care less about the golf tour. They just get get on the golf cart and drive just, around gummy, yeah, gummy bears. bears. Yeah. They're like they're like they're like pushers. Like, gummy bears. I got yeah. more gummy bears. You know, it's like you know, they're ripping all over the place. They're, they're hanging off the back of the golf cart. Like, and you know, the, if somebody makes a sharp turn, she's tumbling down. But she's out of the cart. But um, no, there's been and and people that have left the organization, right? That have that have graduated out of the organization that show up and 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 get involved. And so you know that's. People recognize exactly what we're doing now. It's taken a while to get there, yeah. you know. But people know, you know, how much support that we, uh, you know, we give a lot of different, uh, different uh, people or situations, not just people, but you know, life situations uh, through UDACF. And it originally just started off just to kind of keep kids in the game, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's it's kind of what was the number? What, what what are we closing in on now? For UDACF? half a million dollars, half a million dollars. Yep, and that's in eight years, nine. 13 we started eight <laughs> yeah yeah i think so nine maybe nine. nine years yeah nine years i mean so it's you know to us that's a lot of money i mean there's other organizations that raise a half a million dollars in well, one, so event, did, in I one mean, event some of the kids with, it's a ton of money you know to the oh, kids no kidding help, listen you know when you can tell somebody that they don't have to worry about paying to play or you know can you buy your uniform you know because you want skin in the game you, do, you definitely want some, some commitment to it but when you can when you can offer that to somebody that listen, you know, if, you know, if you fit this situation, you know, and you're and but you can't afford to do it, we'll figure you know, out a way. We'll fi- we always figure out a way. We have never not figured out a way, and that's uh, and and listen, we raise our money through good times, right? We have you do Top Golf, we do the golf tournament, we do the gala, you know, we uh, you know, we're always trying to figure out you know how to include uh, you know, fun, a party party type of atmosphere. And, and turn around. I always just tell these people they have no idea 
you know, the impact that they have on people because they don't get to see it. We get to see it to a degree, you know, mm -hmm. we know, and it's, you know, it kind of reflection on us and everybody thanks UDACF, but you don't have UDACF unless you have people that, you know, that believe in what we're doing. And it's been, uh, it's been great, man. I mean, it's, it's just, a, it's just a good time. Yeah. And when everybody, when everybody shows up at breakfast the next morning from the night before at the gala, cause they stayed, whoa. Yeah, some Ugly. of those people need some help. <laughs> some of those people need some. You deserve a chance. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but it, it, it's it's I don't know that I, there's different different parts and you know we're proud of a lot of things that we've done. You know, I mean, I, I and you were, you were funny in the beginning because you would never John would never tell people that he you know he pitched in the big leagues or did whatever. So I was always kind of like the mouthpiece to it. But you know, I mean, that's something you have to be extremely proud of, and it's not something you bring up and you walk around and go, "Hey, you know, look what I did." But you know, it's a part of it. But you know, you get to a point where you realize how good the game has been to us. You know, I know it has. You know, it's, it has for me. I mean, you're in the game. You know, I mean, look at all the relationships and everything that we have. It's just you know, just it's it's amazing um and to see you know to know the opportunities that i got because people believed in me or believed in you you know we both didn't come from the best places and overall but you know we got there but we got there because of people and now you know being able to do that for others it's 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 pretty cool yeah. it's, it's 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 very cool so i don't know how we how we expand on that i just you know i don't want the big Crowd. I want I want the small crowd to come with big money. That's yeah, that. that's what I want. Somebody small, hit the jackpot. Small crowd with big money. Bring that bring that one on. Um, yeah, again, good yeah. people don't want to deal with it. I don't. I don't. You old hats. Oh yeah. Man, I'll be sixty two this week. I'm getting old. Sixty two. I'll be sixty two in uh, <laughs> twenty years. Forty five years. <laughs> sixty two in a in a long time. Yeah, but I'm working on my golf game. I got you, Zach, man. I'm yeah, oh, well, Zach's one of the reasons because yeah. he's just, you know, he's he's all in. I, but, Zach, you know, Zach is Zach. Zach is not the easiest to, to be on the golf course with or at dinner with or whatever. You know, he's, you know, he's a grinder, man. He's 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 hardcore. And I, what I like, he's, he's extremely competitive, too. He's extremely competitive. So, but, yeah, I mean, that and just, you know, it's a game where, you know, I, I told the man, I'm like, I go every morning now to the to the range. You know, let's like say the gym, I go there and I do, I do whatever. So she's getting a taste of how I was as a player, you know, just constantly grinding. Like every day I had to do something, 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 something. So I feel like it's a game. So you got I the, 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 the crapper putter thing where you can sit on the, on the, on the toilet. And <laughs> I got the video going, right. you know, while I'm sitting on the toilet, <laughs> watching the next. No, Shafe has an automatic driver where he puts the, the driver right behind the ball and it hits it for him. Yeah, I, I need that. that. I need that. So that's where, that's where I'm losing most of my strokes is off the tee box. Yeah. Keep it in play. But, but it's funny because I, I feel like I have the same mentality as when I played. I mean, you look for that, you know, you look for the competitiveness. You, we'll never get that level of competitiveness again, but you know, it's, it's, it's still there. Like, it's still, it still creeps oh, up when you get out it's, there. It's there. So that's why when I got done playing, I started, you know, I grew up playing ice hockey until um, I was about 14, 15 years old. And then, you know, I hadn't played and skated in years and then went back and played. And what was fun about it was you weren't the better player on the field. You know what I mean? If I came back and played recreational baseball or something like that, a men's league or things like that, I didn't want that. So I was, you had to work, you know, <laughs> you know, to be, uh, to be better. So it's fun. I like, I, you know, we're built that way. Yeah. You know, we're built to, uh, you know, not to be satisfied with, uh, 
if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, I can't (laughs) just leisurely go about doing something. If I'm playing table tennis, I like, I'm trying to win the the game. Absolutely. Ping pong, I guess. Yeah. So it's fun now having your sons that, you know, that can, that can take you down. You know, they, they, they compete against you and, you know, and and they don't like to lose. They don't want to lose to the old man. Do you beat them? I can't beat Zach anymore right now, but I will. I will get him because he's erratic too. He's erratic off the tee and, you know, I mean, but, you know, Zach is not at the point where he's trying to get a handicap right now. Zach's at the point where we'll drop two, we'll just score from here. You know, you know, it's not like, okay, we're going to play 18 and you got to play every shot and play exactly by the rules and, you know, get into that competition. He'd much rather, uh, you know, roll it out, but God, he hits the ball a long way. I mean, Andrew. When when he hits it straight, he does. Yeah, he hits hits it a long way. Hits his three wood as far as he hits, you know anything else but well anything else we got on the on, oh you know what the donaldson anderson thing oh yeah you know it's uh it's i don't i don't you know i don't know about that i, I mean, don't i don't either i don't i don't yeah. i don't it doesn't seem like either one of them like each other so the fact yeah. that they're joking with each other doesn't make sense yeah they both seem like they're kind of uh abrasive oh yeah there's they're no doubt about rather it. Abrasive. Mean, you know anderson is definitely that and i know that donaldson i don't know that donaldson is uh you know, he's always of, been abrasive. Yeah, and I think he's an abrasive in his own clubhouse. Yeah, too. Um, you know, type of uh, you know player that just always has you know something. But he's 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 an ultimate competitor. Both those guys are great competitors. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's another thing. It's you know, it was, uh, you're, you're functioning in your head on such a high level that things can you know can trigger even more. Um, but but you know, at Donaldson, you know, that night in the interview, you know. Someone apologized. He looked sincere, you know. It didn't look like his, you know, his natural character. Like, you know, I really didn't mean it, you know, the way it was. I mean, I think Anderson was considering himself like another Jackie Robinson, another breakthrough type of player. And uh, and Donaldson said, hey, Jackie, to him. Yeah, but if you're not friends with somebody and they joke <clears throat> right. with you, it's like it doesn't come off right. Yeah, you know it doesn't what I'm saying? Come Like right. if I, if you know, if I say yeah. something to some guy, and hopefully I never have to meet somebody new again, but if I say something <laughs> to somebody that I don't know at all, it you doesn't be, sound right. But yeah. if I say something wonky to my brother, just, you know, I could say something totally off color right. to my brother, you yeah. know, and it's like, and it's funny. Yeah. So, I mean, part of it's just not having a feel like yeah. you got to have a better feel. So, you know, I mean, does, did MLB handle that the correct way? I mean, you know, they, they suspended him one game. Okay. So, you know, he, he did apologize before he wasn't even asked to apologize. I have to put a statement out, you know, you just, you know, pick it up, move on and learn. Right. Instead yeah. of just beating it, beating it, beating it. Right. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm glad I didn't have to make any decisions on that because that's, that's just, that's, that's ugly stuff. You there's, and there's no, win, there's no win. There's no win. There's no win. Nobody's winning. In that there's scenario no win whatsoever. No. So, but, um, well, that's it, man. Anything else, Andrew, other than other this weekend, the all-star game, you deserve, you deserve a chance foundation, the NTIS this weekend, mm-hmm. Fort Mill and Berkeley in the South Carolina state championships Saturday at noon. Right? Saturday at noon it looks like it's at Blythewood and the kids, the kids at, at Fort Mill will play that game. And then they got to go to graduation after that. Oh, go boy. back up the road. That's so crazy. that could be a great graduation. It could be an amazing graduation. Yeah. It could be a not so great. On Sunday, I'll be topless at the, uh, at the, at the beach or the lake. Sorry. I'm going to the lake. On oh, Sunday. you really yeah. topless at the lake. Yeah. Big John. Send Andrew pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put them on the podcast. There time. you go. Send, 
Send the pics. I got some classic pictures of you, though, though. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I'm, Play the fifth. Play the fifth. <laughs> Big time Bronco fan. Big time. Yeah, Bronco. man. <laughs> and I'll never delete that one either. No, I, I know. Keep it forever. And that's like a, almost at the top that's of how my picture I, list. That's how I, I'm going to be stopped from taking over the world. He's going to keep me from being president. <laughs> He's going to say, look at this guy. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody. The, I guess we'll try to rally back next Wednesday or uh, next Friday, but um, we appreciate everybody. You like it, share it. Architect Sports, EA Sports Fields, Ali Faber, Pat Fenson, um, all these people that are, uh, you know, that support us and, and, and help our athletes, you know, that are here with our organization. We uh, we're greatly appreciative. And, um, and Architect Sports is one of the, uh, one of the sponsors of the all-star game. Yeah. So, big time. Very cool. Appreciate it. And everybody peace out.